once you release judgment, once you stop putting yourself above and below everyone, right, life gets so much easier. Oh, isn't it funny how judgment has come up in so many of the podcasts that we've done? Welcome to this bonus episode of the Going In Deep podcast, which we're calling Going In Deep Gold, where we pick out some key moments from previous episodes whilst we organise recording of Series 2. As I'm sure you're familiar, the Going In Deep crew are all about positivity and feeling good, but doing that in a place where we're not judging other people. Because let's be honest, who wants to waste their precious energy comparing ourselves to others or creating negativity? Where we could best place that energy into becoming our best selves. Now, in this particular clip, Ollie and Ben were speaking to Leo from Block, and their conversation went on so long that we actually split that into two episodes. As ever, I'll leave a link in the show notes to the No Judgment episode where you can dive into the fuller conversation. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy this, and especially the humming bee exercise that Leo shares towards the end of this episode. I think if someone had pushed meditation on me 15 years ago, there's no way I would have been as receptive to it as I am. But because of my journey, I was, and it, it's been so powerful. But there's one thing I really needed to touch on, because I think it's important, because the last few episodes, we've really talked about goals and visions yeah. and um, yes. putting everything you can into it. And I also need to reify that we all, um, all three of us here are very active on social media yeah. and we do put things out. So I kind of like, I want to make sure we bring that message back in terms of the purpose element I feel is so, so important, so important. So like yeah. the, the fact that, that social media and tech and we've talked about us believing in it and the power of it and how it does has a positive effect on the world but also a negative it's how you choose to what you choose to put on your feed who you choose to listen to and all of these things which are in your control but people might look and say well you're always on social media you're always doing this and that but and from my perspective it's like I feel that where why I loved Ollie's video so much yesterday and why I was so proud of him for doing what he did on LinkedIn is because I truly know that that's Ollie being his absolute rawest and honest he could be Authentic yeah he wasn't yeah. and and i i actually said to him i'm so glad you haven't paid someone two grand to produce an absolute shebang video yeah. to drop you into linkedin and go this is ollie and, and xyz ollie was just open and honest that his rawest was really beautiful he put about his identity because ollie's on this discovery of this putting himself out and that's where he wants to go in life and he feels that is a purpose because he's got a lot to offer people and he's already helping people he didn't realize Mm. but i feel that's what each of us here have got um, a purpose towards not only helping people not only like driving that but we're still on that self-discovery which is such a blessing to hear you especially because we i've been looking up to you in, in the journey you've been on but you sat here again saying I'm still learning, man. I'm still learning. I'm going to teach. I'm I'm trying to learn, and it's like yeah. to hear that, and that's I think something we all share, which is none of us are on these platforms saying this is how it should be. This is what you should be doing. Yes. It's more a case of no, hundred percent. I agree that discipline is important, but remember that as disciplined and as sacrificed as I am, I still make mistakes. Absolutely. But I also still last night I was opening another swallow and said, Ollie, mate, I'm sorry, I've not got back to you all day. I'm with my son. I put my phone away for four hours. I've not looked at it and I've just been with my son and and spent time. And it's like, 
I just wanted to pre-show like out there to everyone like we know our focuses but one of our focuses is to be in tune with ourselves mm -hmm. as well as the purpose of the businesses and the things we're pushing towards but yeah. they all correlate into each other yeah. but we're all very aware not to get caught up on the the ego in a way of that yeah. and it'd be interesting to hear your guys views on that but i thought it needed yeah. to bring it up just in case people have heard the previous ones of us talking about goals it's, and visions it's a, it's, and visions. It's, a, it's that interesting dichotomy where it's like people will go oh well you're talking about non-attachment and how do you have goals and visions if you if you are practicing non-attachment and it's that interesting thing of where are your goals and visions coming from yeah. Do you have deep intuition that is guiding you in a direction? Can you uh, bring something into your mind and go, okay, this is an idea that I want to create and manifest potentially, but it's more about your intention with that. Is that direction that you're taking coming from a place of lack? I'm not enough already and I need to reach this to get somewhere. Or is it coming from a place of this is my deep intuition? I am already complete. I'm already complete as I am right now, but I am guiding myself in this direction because from my deepest intuition, truly deeply, from that place deep within myself, this is this feels like my purpose. And you're, you know, and, and for me, it's like, for anyone that has these ideas of goals and visions, amazing, like, this, this is an interesting thing. With yoga, a lot of the time, it can be this idea where people suddenly think it's like, oh, you know, they're practicing non-attachment, they're practicing yoga. They're actually becoming passive. Oh, they're loving and compassionate. But then they're actually becoming nothing as a result of being loving and compassionate. But actually, it's that balance. Be loving and compassionate to everyone else. But the reality of it is, are you being loving and compassionate to everybody else and you are forgetting about yourself? So ahimsa is the first uh, yama in the yamas and niyamas of yogic philosophy, and it's basically like the top trump. So it's the one that always gets put above all of the others. It's like, okay, but what about ahimsa? And ahimsa is non-violence, okay? Everyone always perceives that non-violence to him, her, this, that, animals. What about non-violence towards yourself? So if you are giving out to everyone else and you are allowing yourself to be small, suddenly you are not being, you're practicing, not practicing ahimsa towards yourself. And actually that practice of internal awareness of that, giving yourself time, giving yourself space, giving yourself love and kindness, if you practice that within that will mirror, that will reflect and refract on everyone and everything. I love about just jumping on that, which is beautiful, which is really, really interesting. And this goes against all the things we said, which is to absolutely encapsulate everything you've just said. When I embodied that, I lost fear of putting myself out there because I believe I just didn't need I did the fear didn't bother me because I was like well what are you fearful of this is true to you yeah. Yeah. everything you are putting out is true to you and you you are humbled by it and it in in it it's created the the it stopped that yeah. it was a beautiful moment and it's like you no longer fear judgment. You no longer judge yourself. Because it was like exactly that. Releasing that judgment. It was exactly yeah. that, yeah. and it's like, and that's why I think that's the other thing people have seen the authenticity of uh, ourselves, which is why we've created this positive circle around us of, of followers and engagement and stuff like that. Which and people reaching out to us, and I think really interestingly, that when we when we decided to do this podcast, yeah. there was no goal for it. There was no 
outcome me and ollie just felt a purpose to create this to share this new way of looking at life and self-discovery for ourselves and but the built the growth of it and the reaction of it's been phenomenal yeah there's no no they're not striving to try, try and get somewhere with it just just being honest and and the raw versions of ourselves and then that attracts yeah so then when more, we hit the, the amount of downloads we hit in the countries it was like it was a blessing yeah, yeah. It was a blessing. It was like, wow. You weren't expecting it. You weren't there to try and go, we're going to have billions and we're... And it's not a case of validating yourself. You're just putting it out there from that place of serving. You are wanting to serve. You are going, this is something that I'm learning, I'm processing. Now, what was really interesting is what you said about the meditation stuff earlier. And, uh, you know, 15 years ago, you might not be receptive to meditation. That all depends on who is your influence and how they have influenced. Now, when I'm teaching, when I'm facilitating, I'll rephrase because I don't like using teaching. Keep checking. Um, When I'm facilitating at block, I'm always, always trying to find a way of making all of these practices as accessible as possible. So, for instance, you know, I'll get people to do humming bee breath. And that is literally where you go... And then you put your hands over your ears. And I noticed when I was away on the trainings, I was like, why is this making me feel so amazing? And then I knew in my head, I thought, if I go in this room with people who have potentially never practiced yoga before and gone, right, I want you to hum like a bee. They're going to go, what is this? They'll switch off straight away. They'll be doing it, but they won't really be in it because they'll be like, this guy's crazy. All these other people are crazy. I am not ready to receive this. So then... I'm like, okay, how can I make this accessible? So then I looked into it. I was like, why is this making me feel this way? Uh, you know, Brahmari, this is called humming bee breath, where you you hum like a bee. You basically just open your lips a little bit so you're creating vibration. And then once you get into a rhythm of the breath in and then every exhale humming, you bring your hands over your ears. And it's a sort of form of sensory deprivation where your inter- your hearing goes internal. I looked into these scientific papers they'd done, right? Brahmari breathing, they did a test of that with running. Now, running makes you feel really good. And one of the reasons why running makes you feel really good is because it releases nitric oxide in the body. And nitric oxide is the same thing that we get when we breathe through our nose. It's why people do mouth taping. And what that does, it increases massively blood flow to the brain. So it massively increases focus. It increases vibrations in the cells in the body. And the cells start to move in a more vigorous way. When the cells are moving well, you have more energy. When the cells move slowly, you feel sluggish. And so I found this science with it. And so then I'm like, okay, we're going to do this practice now. This might seem a little bit weird at first, but Brahmari breathing increases the nitric oxide in your body by 15 times running increases it twofold this increases it by 15 times the humming bee breath like i absolutely like i invite you if you are listening to this podcast if you are still on this to this is done actually five minutes breathe like that inhale You are creating cell vibration throughout the whole of your body. You are massively increasing nitric oxide. There is a science to why you feel so good from that. Now, 15 years ago, as you were saying, some guy was like, oh, mate, you know, you seem like you're a bit like, like, do you mind if I chat to you? Put the hands on your shoulder, did that energetic exchange, you know. Oh, talk to me, like, what's going on? Got on a level with you. And then they're like, oh, like, hey, I've got this thing. Do you want to try this with me a second? Just simply take 
two breaths in and an exhale. You go, okay. It's not going, I want you to be still and imagine you are a Zen Buddhist monk on a mountain with nothing in your mind because you are spiritual. No, it's like, I want you to do an exercise. Inhale twice, exhale. What, what sorry to jump in, but what I love about what Leo's just said yeah. is I've always kind of said, speak on the podcast and outward that I'd never push meditation on anyone because I understand how tough it can be, especially when someone says to sit silently because I've been there and you do have these thoughts come in. When I first started doing meditations, I ended up more angry at the end of it than at the start because I didn't fully understand it. I just had perseverance because of other circumstances that went on. But the power of this sort of stuff and the people that are now, well, they might have been doing it back then, but like you say, this is, I think for our listeners and for anyone listening to this, that's, beautiful and powerful to hear because that is a transition because so many people do still ask me like i'll do what i get into meditation you speak about it so much but i'm always reframed because i'm not i don't feel i'm in a position to be able to coach anyone with it i've never done any kind of true study to be able to coach people on it but to have someone like yourself explain it like that like people need to embed this guys okay so if you do fitness training you know that certain fitness trainings don't necessarily feel natural to you and they take a lot more time to integrate and get used to it's the same with breath work it's the same with meditation there are hundreds and thousands of different kinds of breath work of different kinds of meditation if you do a meditation or a breath work practice and you're like no like that didn't work for you you, you, you write then what happens and it happens with yoga people go to a yoga class and go oh that didn't work for me I don't like yoga yeah. you've tried one teacher with one style there is a never ending amount of style intensities you know I teach yoga classes at block that are like power yoga level 2 that's like mixing in calisthenics and pilates there's a bit of spirituality peppered in there there's focus on the breath peppered in there but a lot of it is building strength and integrity in the body mindfully and people that do fitness normally they connect with that straight away there's other practices i teach like dharma yoga where we're doing like chanting the mantra for purification at the start and doing all of these different breath works that people would not necessarily receive and i did not layer them in at first when i was teaching dharma i started teaching dharma there and i was like okay layer it in pepper it in slowly and then i'm like okay these people are coming every week they are receptive. They are ready to absorb this. They want to absorb this. And that is the thing is anything you do, right, notice and observe your audience. How can you allow that audience to be receptive to what you're doing? Not this is what I think is the way. I'm going to show you the way. It's the same. You see it all the time with veganism. I don't even necessarily call myself a vegan anymore. I say plant-based because vegan automatically has so many connotations attached to it where if i say to someone hey by the way i'm vegan the first they'll do one of two things they'll either go oh, okay this person's going to judge me for eating meat yeah. and they'll go like oh like just so you know like i don't eat that much meat and they start trying to validate <laughs> so like like, so like i'm gonna try and judge them or then they pass judgment on you for being vegan and being like and then they're like oh well where'd you get your protein from and all of these things so I bypass that. I never really talk about being vegan, apart from right now. <laughs> I never really talk about being vegan. But if someone ever says to me, oh, mate, like, got loads of energy. Like, your skin, your skin looks good. Like, you always seem, you know, what is it? And then I'll be like, oh, well, 
you know, I do have a plant-based diet and I feel like that, like, assists me a lot. And I land it in men yeah. when they're yeah. receptive, yeah, yeah. not forcing it onto people going, mm. you should be vegan, you're killing animals. Because what's that doing, right? Mm. When someone does that as a vegan, they are passing judgment on everyone else. Yeah. They are subconsciously creating a negative energy field that they are putting into everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So actually, when you are you are bringing something across in that way that is forceful and it's coming from a place of judgment, I'm above you, you're below me. Mm. I'm vegan, so I'm doing a good thing. You're not vegan, so you're doing a bad thing. Suddenly, the world isn't receptive to it. That's phenomenal, that. I think um, it really relates over to, in a way, it relates over to a conversation me and Ollie had when we first met, and it was around alcohol. Yeah. Because yeah, I because I I uh, I don't really drink at all. I went through a phase where I stopped drinking, but it was always I always felt really awkward around people to say I don't drink, because straight yeah, away I as soon as I you. said I don't drink, there was just a, a tightening up in them, and they either went at me in a way of like, well, there's nothing, blah, 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 or, or it was the reversal of like, well, I, I don't really drink that much. And I can associate, but what... I'll, so the same thing exactly with drinking and not drinking. Yeah, and it was... So then I said to Ollie, well, me and Ollie had a really good conversation about it, and I said, listen, because Ollie asked me about it just in a natural way, and I said, so I explained to Ollie why, because it just makes me really unproductive. I get bad hangovers, and I'm so focused at the minute, but also it just, it, it, it can just spiral me out and make me do things out of my control, and I want to stay in control, um, and it just does things and I voice noted Ollie after and said Ollie can you do me one thing man he said he was like what and I said please never feel awkward around me because yeah. Ollie was transitioning and Ollie at the minute's done amazing mm-hmm. he's so in control of it right now considering he used to drink a lot yeah. but but now he's yeah. in so in control of everything but I just said to him, mate, if you do drink, like, please don't feel. Because yeah, it was me worrying. It was me worrying because yeah. I've had so many people then that don't want to speak to me or don't want to tell me because they feel I'm going to judge them. And I'm like, man, if it's, I'm not, I'm not drinking because of because of me. And uh, please don't yeah. feel you can say to me, I got bladded last night, I did this or whatnot. It's like you're releasing that. You're releasing that judgment of other people, and as a result, you're releasing that judgment of yourself and drinking in the past. Actually, mm. so it's like a cyclical pattern. As a result of you not having that judgment towards other people, you're mirroring that back within, and you're releasing that judgment of yourself from the past. And I had it when. I, you know, I, I didn't used to be a big drinker, but I used to take lots of drugs when I was younger, from the age of 13 to like 23, I was smoking loads of pot, I was selling lots of pot, I was selling drugs, I was doing all sorts, and then at the point when I was 23, I got really into running, and it was a bit like Forrest Gump, basically, I was like, yeah. it's like every time I felt like having a smoke, I'd go for a seven mile run, wow. basically, and, and I replaced, I replaced it with running. But then if I'd be out drinking, yeah, I'd be talking to someone. Say I'd be talking to a girl when I was single, a woman. Sorry, I'll rephrase that. Um, I'd be talking to a woman when I was when I was single and uh, they would be, um, you know, really receptive. We're having a great conversation. We're really, really on a level. You know, same happens with people when I'm connecting with guys, mates. Yeah, yeah. And then you say that, oh, they go, oh, what can I get you to drink? Oh, I don't drink suddenly there's that disconnect. Yeah. But that disconnect is coming from them thinking that you're going to judge them. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is that whole thing. For me, whether it is plant-based, whether it is drinking, whether it is all of these philosophies, whether it is everything we are talking about, once you release judgment, once you stop putting yourself above and below everyone, right, 
life gets so much easier. Oh, isn't it funny how judgment has come up in so, so many much. of the podcasts that we've done? Is it? Yeah, and, and, and we've always like said we're coming from a place of non-judgment and we feel that's like a, something we're kind of proud of in, in a way like that. It's just we want to create a non-judgmental environment, um, but also... Yeah, it's just it's just so weird how it comes up so much. I even got it on my on my bandana. Remove judgment. Wow, wow. <laughs> love it, man. Powerful. So, who's paused this episode and has just done that humming bee exercise? I'm not sure I've perfected it just yet, but would love to hear how you got on, or if you haven't already, why not give it a go? We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. If you have, be sure to share it in any way that you can with somebody that you think would find it valuable. Let us know if it sparked any ideas or any conversations that you want us to have by reaching out to us on our Instagram account. Again, links to this will be shared in the show notes, as well as to Leo from Block, who is an absolutely fascinating character. And as I mentioned earlier, be sure to go and check out the fuller conversation because it was really hard to pick out just a small section of what he shared. And it just leaves me to say, remember to focus your energy on being your best self try not to judge others the best you can because let's be honest we'll all have our moments as we're human after all until next week take care and we'll speak soon